Hi guys, did you know if you're a VIP member you can now watch this episode in full on the VIP subscription? Just click the link in the episode description. And I just remember me and mum walked in a room, there was a guy, an older guy sitting there, I was holding Harvey, he sort of flashed a torch and done what he did in his eyes and literally, I am not joking, Mm. he literally just said, yeah, your son's blind, that's it. And me and mum sat there thinking, right right thinking they're gonna say something it was the most heartless heartfelt thing ever cold and then we just left the room like now what yeah quit i'm just doing a podcast what have you got for me nice to see you we're watching a film new ones are outside but i've got to do an hour's of tiktok all right yeah the clan's home. <laughs> the clan. <laughs> All right, Ed, yeah. Can you make me tea? Yeah, thank you. Princess, oh, look what she's got here. So, oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, bye, Mum. Thanks for my friend. Uh, but do you know what? It makes me smile when all the kids are in the do house. Do you love it? I just love it. Do I do. you love it? Yeah. I do. And yeah. I tell you what, I love it when Harvey comes home too. Oh, do you, can I just say, when I called you earlier and I was like, come on, we're doing podcast at seven or whatever. Yes, I'm just in. I'm just by, uh, by the pond with the kids. I was like, oh, <laughs> she's in the middle of a field with the kids in a pond. I was <laughs> thinking, bloody fucking mess, full of mud. <laughs> so as soon as I got in, I went get straight in the bath, clean pajamas now. Oh, you are funny. Anyway, anyway, go on. Sorry. This week I did an a shoot. And an interview for drum rolls. Du, 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 du. A top sheet, The Guardian. A broadsheet. <laughs> a broadsheet. A broadsheet. What did I say? A what top did I sheet. Say? <laughs> top sheet or something. A top sheet. Oh, what a dick. But to one thing what has annoyed me. Oh, God, well, here I'll we go. I'll tell you what's annoyed me about it. It's not even out yet. I don't care. I'll say it because I'm then. honest. Go on then. Go on. Um, they normally have a stylist. Normally have stylist, hair and makeup. But they didn't have the budget. So, and no one could come to mind. So I just put my hair in a ponytail and hardly had no makeup on, no lashes, nothing. Mm. And I thought it was just one portrait picture they wanted. And they get here, four different outfits, four different... Did you have to do four different outfits? Yes, and oh, four different shots, that. loads of them. Yeah, and an hour and a half interview, which is fine. But I'm like, it's so cheeky because I, if I'd known it was like that, I would have demanded to have makeup and hair done properly because they're obviously going to make it in a bigger demanded spread than what they made out. Demanded to have hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I would have demanded well, shoot, hair and makeup. Yeah. No, I, to be honest. Well, I would have done. No, I would have thought hair and makeup would have been provided, to be honest. But yeah. And I tell you why. When you do a shoot, to me, the, the whole part of a shoot is having hair and makeup done to make you feel like you're doing a shoot. I, it just felt like, to me, I felt like a scrag bag and someone's just taken a picture and could have been on their phone. Like, it just didn't feel special for a shoot, which is quite a good shoot to do for a good, inter- you know, for a good piece. So I was a bit disappointed in that, but hopefully it will turn out right. You'll get to see the pictures, so make sure they airbrush them. 
So that was that. I will. Um, go on, what else? And what else have I done? Spoke about Harvey's new documentary and spoke to the DVLA. I get... Oh, get yes. my license in two weeks now, any oh, day now through amazing. the post. So I can't wait for that. Amazing. So good. What else has happened? Oh my god! So I'm interviewing someone tomorrow. I can't say who. Yeah. But if I smash this, wow, the doors open for me in a big way. Oh, have you I'm had just to saying that? Have you had to prep any interview questions? I've had the blur. The blur. Well, I feel I'm quite a natural in the way. The blurb, exactly. I don't... The way I am, I hate scripts and all of that. I'd rather it be natural because it feels natural. So, obviously, I know about this person. So, I'm reading it and it will just be off the cuff. Mm. So, we'll see what happens. But I'm very excited. Oh, I'm excited to hear and about that. And then what else? Um, yeah, because you know what it is. I know. But guess what, Soph? <laughs> what? You'll know tomorrow because I'm coming to mum's after. I know. Dinner. Curry. So, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, my God. So, the last podcast, you lost your house. I've what got it back. What is the update? I've got it back. I've I've got now, a house. how did you email them back? So, Harry sent them a scathing email. And so, basically, they oh, called... I bet he did. He did, <laughs> yeah. So, he they called me and because I was in the middle of work, I wasn't sort of focused on like having a conversation with them. I hadn't prepared, if you like. So, I was like, can you call my husband, please? <laughs> While Harry was at yeah. work. And I WhatsApped him and I was like, Harry, they're going to call you. Um, so, yeah, he sorted that. So, it's fine now. So, We've, our flat's been sold. We're buying the new house. I've got a moving in date already. Um, when? It's, it, when? Well, they've, they've given us the 18th of December, but I'm going to try oh, and... Oh, that stress over Christmas. I know, I know. So I'm going to try and move it um, forward a bit to the, like the end of November. Yeah, that's better because yeah. at least you can get a tree up and beds exactly. made and all that. So otherwise, it's Christmas in that sort of week. I and know. I know you like the build up to Christmas. I do. But all this week, what I've woo, been doing. You'll have a fire. A fire. You'll have your fire. I can't wait. have a fire. Fire. <laughs> Wood burner. But all this week in the evenings. Fire. Yeah. In all this week in the evenings, I've been on Pinterest. I've been on Wallpaper Direct. I've been looking at William Morris wallpaper. I've been planning the front room. Oh, bloody oh, hell. I can't wait. I can't wait. What's what room are you going to do first? So I'm going to do the the living room, dining room bit, and then then we move on to the kitchen. That's what I want to do first. What about the bedrooms? So aren't you bothered by Be- them? bedrooms? I'm not too bothered at the minute. As long as we get, like I said, to Harry, as soon as we move in, we just get our beds up, and then over the f- like few weeks or whatever, I'll start getting things set up. But yeah, living room, dining room, then kitchen. That's the plan. That's probably good because you're going to live in that. So you only sleep in the bedroom. Yeah, So exactly. that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. You sleep in the bedroom and you'll be all, yeah, you'll want it all cosy, the telly yeah. set up. Woo! I'm going to come so over. Excited. I'm going to help. Wait. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm going to come yes. and help. Yes. So a bit of boring mum talk. Picked Albert up from nursery today and they went to me, oh, I, we need to have a word with you. And I was like, Oh, God, that doesn't sound good. I was like, oh, what's wrong? And they went, 
Albert used the potty today for the first time. <laughs> I was like, Oh, did he? I know. I was oh, like, Oh, that's really oh, good news. Great. I know. I was like, Oh, excellent. Start potty training him now, then. That is good. I know. I know. That is good. And they gave no, him that a, is good. They gave that's him a little the first step. Yeah, they gave him a little sticker. I'll put it on the family group, actually, after this, so you can see it. It's really cute. Yeah, that's really cute. Um, yeah, go on. What else have you been up to? Yeah, talking to kids in. Go on. Talking to kids. I'll talk about my pond in my field. I sent the pictures in the family chat. You know, in my field, I've got like a a made, uh, a, a, what is it, a man-made, not man-made, a not man-made pond. And it fills up with water when it starts becoming autumn and all of that. And it's got like a little bit in the middle. So Jet is loving it in there, diving in the fresh water. So I've had to watch him and Bunny in the mud, in the pond. And he wants to build a den on it now. They love, they're such little Bear grills. They're proper outdoorsy kids, aren't they? Yeah. Jet really wants to do a YouTube channel on nature. So watch out, mini Jet grills. Wait a couple of years yet. So talking of kids, what about my big boy? Mr. Harvey Price. Oh, I love that. Very smooth into that. We've had so many people writing in, haven't we? Wanting to know more about Harvey. Yep. Things like that. So we thought we'd do an episode all about HP himself. Um, Lots of our listeners, as Kate said, have been in touch. Um, So should we start from the very beginning? Put it this way. Harvey is my fighting little survivor my miracle boy because I had a perfect perfect pregnancy with him perfect the best pregnancy I've had was Harvey that that just was no question I didn't put on any weight only the bump you didn't um I was felt sick and that no nowhere yeah and then I felt sick for the first month or so, but that's normal, I think, in pregnancy, and yeah. I'm always sick with them. Yeah. And then other than that, no no problems. All the scans were perfect, didn't detect nothing, and I was healthy. Although there were pictures of me out clubbing, they didn't put the pictures of me actually driving, so they made out I was out, whatever, but I was always drive. And you're still allowed to go out when you're pregnant, bloody hell. And remember, I was single. Yeah. And... I had the perfect pregnancy and then when he was born, I just remember his perfect lips. I had a natural birth with Harvey, just gas and air. Yeah, I, I remember. I was, I was in and school. out of the bath at the hospital. Yep. Yeah, NHS hospital in Brighton. In and out the bath. All I remembered was I didn't want to get my hair wet and I had a clip <laughs> in it. And every time mum and Sally, it was my best friend at the time, Sally, she, they used to wipe my face with a flannel and I used to be like, don't get my hair wet. But I was obsessed with these, you know, them yellow beauty sponges you can get. Yes, I was you still with like them, them. All through my pregnancy. I do on my face. That's all I would use, which is weird. And I loved eating jacket potato with loads of butter, cheese, and spudgulai in Churchill Square. Yeah, spud- yeah it's spudgulike as well. And there's a place called Maymay's along London Road. They don't do it anymore. They've done the best jacket potatoes. But I used to like cottage cheese with it as well. Ooh, cheese nice. and cottage cheese yeah. was my go-to and Munster Munch crisps. Ooh, nice. Anyway, so I had the birth mm. and it really hurt, but I had him squatting. Did you? Because I didn't want anyone to look at my Fifi. Oh. Yeah, I was so paranoid of oh. everyone looking at me. 
So all that music I planned to have, done a playlist, all of that, that went yeah. out the window. I wanted complete silence so I could concentrate. Yeah. Anyway, had him. He was about £8.13. He had his perfect lips. And I remember he had like a dark spot on him. Oh, yeah. And it looked like a bruise. And I remember... So mum was in the room with me and Sally. And then Dwight turned up at the last minute, but he didn't want to come in the room or cut the cord. So dad, dad did, did it. Paul did yeah, it. Yeah, dad cut done the cord. it, yeah. Yeah, he cut the cord. Yeah. And anyway, I remember Dwight saying, oh, there's a bruise on him. And I'm thinking, don't insult me. That was the last sort of time I saw Dwight. I didn't see him many times after that. Mm. Anyway, I found out it's called a Mongolian blue spot. Right. So apparently when you're mixed, you get like a... Um, it looks like a bruise, but it's a Mongolian blue spot. It fades eventually. Yeah. Um. So lots of people listen. You're probably like, yeah, that's true. That does happen. And then he had this big red strawberry looking thing on his stomach. Albert had that. And as that. he grew. Do you remember that? Yeah, Albert had it as well on Did the back he? of his neck. Yeah. But it went eventually. Just gone. Fades. But anyway, other than that, it was all perfect. The, the health visitors come round. I'm not a fan of health visitors. No. Half of them haven't got kids themselves and they think they go like a rule book. There's mm. no rule book to having a baby. You can have advice but not be dictated. Yeah. Um, they were trying to get me to breastfeed, this and that, and I'm adamant I wasn't, didn't want to. Yeah. So I didn't. Anyway, it was at his six weeks check that she was like, is he doing his social smile? And I was like, what's a social smile? She's like, oh, is he looking at you and smiling when you smile back? I went, no, not really. And then she said, you know, you get the mobiles when you lay them underneath. And the, the kids, they yeah. sort of look at it, the toy things, toy mobiles. I says, no, he, he's not really looking at that. And then she put a torch in his eye and he wasn't following the light. Oh. And she was like, oh, um, oh, you know, babies can be delayed. Maybe, maybe go and see your doctor. So we went to Dr. Khan and he put a torch in his eyes. Yeah. Went, yeah, it does seem to be a bit of a problem. We'll take you to the eye hospital. So we went to the eye hospital, me and mum. And I remember being in the waiting room. And I can't really remember what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh, oh, it might just be a bit delayed. And I just remember me and mum walked in a the room. There was a guy, an older guy sitting there. I was holding Harvey. He sort of flashed a torch and done what he did in his eyes. And literally, I am not joking. Mm. He literally just said... Yeah, your son's blind. That's Jesus. it. And me and mum sat there thinking, right, right, thinking they're going to say something. It was the most heartless, heartfelt thing ever, cold. And then we just left the room like, now what? There was no, like, nothing. Like, yeah. oh, your son's blind, right, bye. It was like a convey about, next one. Jesus. And we just could not believe it. I yeah. can't remember crying or nothing. I just... I think I think everyone just seemed a bit shocked and because then we sort of looked at him different, and then once we knew that, and then we realised when we look at him what they're saying, he doesn't follow you or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was quite a shock, but in a way, it made me like nurturing more. I can't yeah. explain. It was like, oh my god, he's my precious thing. More, it's really he's weird. More vulnerable. You feel. Yeah. yeah. And then later on, he had he would only drink 
so much milk. He would not stop drinking milk, milk, milk. Like, and he'd have to be in the bed with me mm. because I was exhausted. Keep getting up up till he was what four to six months. I'd put bottles around his cot, and he I was quite a big that. baby. Yeah, I remember. And that. then there was a yeah, and there was a charity called Blatchington Court a charity. Mum got in contact with them all, and it's there when I met all other mums. And I've done if you've seen Harvey's documentary, people listening, when he did the train thing with Zach, his friend. Mm. Well, he was one of the mums there with yeah. Zach. And there was another lady there with her child. And they both said, oh, I bet he's got a bit of what my son's got, SOD. And I thought, what's that? Mm. And they said, you need to go and see Dr. Titan at Great Ormond Street. But you can't go. They have to be referred. So obviously we did all that. And straight away... The doctor knew what was wrong with him, SOD, which is septic optic dysplasia. So they started putting him on meds. But mm. before then, he had an MRI scan at the hospital in Brighton. And they missed out looking at his pituitary gland because they were looking at his eyes. So he was, was starved from stuff that would he could have needed. And they admitted their negligence in a writing that they missed it. And if Harvey, if they'd saw the pituitary gland before, they could have treated it. So that's part of the reason why is some of the things he has is because of that from yeah. a childhood. But what you're going to do, you're not going to sue a hospital. You need the NHS. He needs help. Mm. Like it's not going to change how he is. Yeah, that was my view. And then as he's got older, you know, they said he would never walk or talk. I remember this. See, yeah, because yeah. he was so behind, and he was in a wheelchair till he was about twelve or thirteen. He might yeah. get out, but he was always in a wheelchair. He didn't talk. And I think it's only sort of the past five years, six sort of years, he started to talk. Yeah. So then he had the autism. Then it was the Prada Willies, opposite deficit disorder, um, cortisol deficient. What else has he got? Tick disorder, obesity. Uh, I said autistic, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, got challenging behavior and his eyesight so the poor little sod has got so much mm. wrong with him complex needs he's on medication yeah. as you know for life to keep him alive and considering he's had to go through so much he's still my man I love him I wouldn't change him and people always like oh I wonder it's like if you can't see and all I say is he doesn't know any different. Exactly. Only, Harvey only knows what he knows. Only we know what it's like. If we close our eyes, will it be like not to see? But Harvey's never been able to see to know what it's like not to. So it must be worse for someone who can see and then they lose their sight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. So he doesn't know any different. Yeah, he's hard work. He's challenging. We lived and breathed hospitals. We still do. And that's the way it is with half and like, you know, with all the other kids. He has to go through schooling, college, but you just do it in a different way than you do with the other kids. Yeah, yeah. But he's challenging. And I, what I love the fact is he's taught me his language because I understand what he says. It's his language. We all know how to talk to him, but it, he's taught us how to, he understands it. Yeah. Does that make sense? As yeah. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm one of the only ones who can calm him down. Yes. Yeah, I just know yeah, him inside are. out. Mm. And I can't just leave him with anybody, as you know, because you've got to know how to handle him. Yeah. And he's challenging. But I love it. 
I absolutely, I would not change him for the world. I miss him so much at college. How's he getting on at college? Oh, I don't know. I'm a bit concerned for him at the minute. He phones me crying all the time. I love you. I miss you. I need your cuddles. I mean, for a 21-year-old, he's always going to be my baby. Yeah, of course. Um, And he does come home and I do see him. It's been terribly difficult, me not being able to drive. Yes. Because I can't just jump in a car and drive. You know, I have to rely on other people and all that. It'll be so much better when you're driving. So as soon as I get my licence back properly. Yeah. The reason I'm not driving is... Like I said, someone sent an anonymous email to DVLA. So I had to do a blood test because they said I was high risk, which I'd done weeks and weeks ago. Mm. So I'm all right to drive. I'm just waiting for my license to come through now. And then I'll be able to see him more. It's just been, I've just had a challenging year, you know, as well as what's going on with the other kids. Yeah, but kids are my life. They're my priority. They're my number one. And they all need, like I've said to you before, I don't love them all any different. You just, they have different needs they need from me, if that makes sense. Whenever I go out with Harvey, he gets recognised absolutely every. There's just nowhere I can take Harvey without someone knowing who he is. And Harvey doesn't realise how well known he is. No. He's just so innocent to it all. But he everywhere is. I take he him, is. whether I'm in the car and he's got the window down, people in the car next to us, and he might wave at them um, and go, oh. hello. Or, hello, cunt, he goes, oh, hello, God. dickhead. Like, I'm like, half, don't swear. <laughs> oh, the other week was in the car and a police car made him jump. A police oh, car no. made him jump, the sirens going, woo, past. He went, oh, fucking police. He was like, it's just the way he says things. He does make me laugh. But, yeah, he just orders me around. He just, I, I'm his slave when he comes home. Yeah, basically. you are. <laughs> what do you reckon Harvey would do when he finishes National Star? What I would like Harvey to do, and I know he would love it, because all he does is send me pictures of drawings, stories, to do illustrations with his drawings and stories he makes. Yeah. Um, So I'd like him to get into the literature side. Yeah, nice. I want him to do art pictures and maybe put it in an art gallery. Yeah. And money go to charity and to himself, obviously, because it would be a job. Mm. I want him to do um, have his own uh, stationery set out because he loves stationery, maybe all frogs because that's what he likes to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him to have his own charity to help raise money for autisms and stuff, yeah. you know. Do you remember Look, do you remember Look Sussex? Is yeah, that, is that still going? Down. No. Oh, no. I used to like going to those So meetings. I want him to do that. Yeah. I'd like him to do public speeches where he'd know how to read off his script about his life and things like that. Yeah. Because I think people will really listen to him because they know how difficult it is for him to get up there and read it. And he loves the the um, the applaud, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. from the crowd. I still want him to do documentaries about his life. Yeah, nice. Because I think it's inspiring for other people. I do, I think And it I'd is. love to get him a, a campaign or something. Hmm. Like, a di- you know, diversity. I would love to see him on a cover of a men's mag like GQ where he's all in fashion and cool and, like, do an interview because I think yeah. it would be funny. But it's where pe- people have got the balls to do it. You know, HP. Why can't he do HP sauce or something? Like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know. Like, why he could, like, a fashion brand, like, for extra, extra, extra large and stuff, why can't he be a face of it or create a brand? I want him to have his own clothing brand and maybe 
have it out in the shops or something. Yeah. Like, even if it, like, when I used to have my underwear and uh, pyjamas and stuff in Asda. Yeah, yeah. Why can't a shop like that take on Harvey? Forget me and me and my past, because he should be treated as an individual. I know he's my I'm son. I'm sure. Didn't Marks, or, or they might do now, I'm sure Marks and Spencers do arrange for, like, autistic children or children that, like, don't like the the tags and whatever because they annoy oh, them. Oh, do they? I'm pretty sure they do. Why can't we approach Marks and Spencers or something? They want to do an adult version of trendy clothes. This is what I'm trying to say. There's mm. nothing trendy for his size. Although he wears up here, yeah, yeah. the guy Ben who's got autism yeah. who started it, I, he only wears their stuff and yeah. they're trendy for him. But like have his own range out there and... Because there's loads of people. But maybe out there. let's put that to the listeners. If anyone knows any sort of XL brands for men that are trendy, let us know. Or that Harvey can be the face of it. Or if there's anyone out there who want to create it, because it's amazing. It would be an amazing story behind it. And I just think it would be amazing for Harv. If there's anyone who's got balls to do a campaign or something with Harvey mm. or even a designer or something, imagine how cool that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's if people have got the balls to cross that line because, you know, there's still that equality, whatever the word is, equality, that people still don't want to cross. Yeah. Be the first. Oh. Make Harvey Price the face of your campaign. We've got a question question from a listener about Harvey. Um, so we had a lovely email from a woman who would like to be, she'd like to be left anonymous. So she said her child has moderate autism and is starting a residential college soon. Um, and she said she's really anxious about it. She wanted to know how, and she want, basically wants to know how residential college has helped Harv, which I think we've touched on a bit. But what do you think? Yeah. Um, first of all, I wish you did say who you were because um, there's nothing ever, I'm not saying you are ashamed, but there's nothing ever ashamed of having a child like mm. That's why I put him out there because I'm proud of him, proud of what he does. Yeah. When she says anxious, I trust me, I really I relate mm. so much to that. I've always cared for Harvey all my life myself. Yeah. And I've never done respite. Respite is when the family's going to look after him to give you a break. Yeah. I've never done that because of the guilt. I've always felt guilty. You haven't actually done that. You never have done never. that. No. I lived and breathed the hard days, the good days, the yeah. really, really hard days. So, and then when it comes to the word residential, mm. I never wanted to accept it. Mm. And I kept trying to brush it off, but I had to think of Harvey's needs, yeah. and what was good for him. It was one of the hardest decisions for me to make, mm. especially finding a college and then knowing the one I picked was three, four hours away. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was awful. Mm. But what I will admit is, now he is at residential, it's made me have a new lease of life yeah. of like <sighs> a big weight yeah. off my shoulder that I never thought I'd have like my life, how other people do. How can I say? What I mean is now I can go and see him and enjoy him. Mm. It gets better. Yeah. Um, and it's a relief. Um, you'll you'll realise you'll find some somewhere safe that fits their needs. You have to do all your statement in all of that. 
it can all become really drained of the mm. statement in and filling out the forms. Oh, yeah, yeah. But once he's there, you know, it's, it's such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. And, but I miss him so much. And everyone's like, so what's he going to do after college? And I'm always like, well, he's coming back home. Yeah. He's not going anywhere else. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was right, my say baby's that. coming home. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's my life. Oh. I have no aggro with Harvey. No, you you with don't. Their dad's nothing. No. All I get is applaud from doctors, this, that, how well I've brought him up. And he's a credit to me. And he's me. It's like one thing I've got that is mine. No one can even try and take him away or try and interfere with my relationship with him. Mm. Or And what else I love, he doesn't judge me. Yeah, yeah. Because he don't read me to understand. He loves me for me. And he smiles when I see him, just wants my love and cuddles. And that's what I'm like of him. The only time I tell him off is when he breaks TVs and iPads, Mm. which is very regular. When I say tell him off, I'm like, oh, half. And then when he's like, sorry, mum, pinky promise I won't do it again. It's like, well, what do you do? It just makes your heart melt, doesn't it? He's lovely. So, yeah, he's, he's my... Special man, and when he comes to the home, even at Nan's and that, he tries to overtake there as he well, does. doesn't he? He does, he does. But he's funny. Yeah. You know when he's in the room, he's got that aura. You know when Harv is there. Aww. The kids run off. They or do. They tell him off. They do. And he's all, and he sits there. Oh, I need water. And then I'm like, get up, you lazy sod. You got to do it yourself. Then he's like, Granddad, can I have water, please? And I'm like, no. And he goes. All right, mum, you're not my slave. Like, <laughs> well, I am half. And then he's like, I'm tired now, cuddles. And I'm like, all right, half. And if I try and talk to people, he don't like me talking to him. He just he wants doesn't. me, me, me. Yeah, yeah. So when we do the podcast show, maybe Harvey will make an appearance. Maybe he won't. But who knows if Harvey might just want to sit on the stage next to me, just holding my hand oh. while we do it. yeah. <laughs> You never yeah, know, innit? You probably will, Harv. Or if he's in the audience, he'll stand up and he'll be like, Mummy, I need a cuddle. <laughs> and I'll be like, right, Harv, come on stage. Oh. And then he'll try and take over with the crowd and make them do hip, hip, hooray, won't he? Oh. So, he's a character. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that I'm talking about Harvey because this one is about Harvey, yeah. this one. Yeah. Obviously, I can talk about all the others another time individually because, as everyone knows, it doesn't matter how you bring your kids up. They're all different, like me, Sophie, and my brother, Dan. We are all completely different, but been brought up exactly the same. Yeah. It's mad, that. I know. I know. Let's move on to a bit of life advice with the price. The price. Right. Ah! What was that? I'm all confident. I'm all confident this week because so I've got eyelashes on, eyebrows. Oh, give us a little done. flutter of your eyelashes. And the hair's done, look. I know. Oh, what, what's that? That little movement <laughs> then. What's that? Hey. <laughs> well, she's got, she's done, isn't she? I've got oh. no makeup on, but still, I feel like I'm done. Good. Um, Come on in, what's right, this? Life, life advice with life, the Right, let's do this. Oh, dramas. Oh, no. Oh, dramas. Oh, oh, yes. Right, you ready? Well, I don't mean yes. I don't like... No, I know what nice you mean. nice for someone else yeah. to show me their dramas instead right. of mine all the time. I like my best friend's boyfriend. Oh, Way, no. like, a lot. Whenever we hang out, I fancy him more and more and I don't know what to do. Do I tell her? Do I just hope it goes <gasps> away? 
help. Oh my God. Well, let me give you some life advice from me. Oh. I've been in that situation where it's the other way round, where my best friend, your instincts are always right, and I'm just warning you. I think that your a woman's instinct instincts is right, are right. Always. Now I am just warning you. If you tell her your friendship's over, yeah, because why would she want you around? Yeah, you just you wouldn't don't do that. First of all, you haven't said if he looks at you or you think he likes you, so I don't know. But put it this way. I had a best friend who fancied my husband to the point they had an affair. And I kept saying from the beginning, I noticed the change in her. I noticed the way she looked at him. I just knew. And because I was pregnant at the time... I would say it to my family and other friends, and they'd be like, oh, Kate, it's your hormones. And then people started noticing that she would dress different and started cloning into me. Now, I knew it, and I was right. Now, I'm just warning you, I don't know how long they've been together, but you're on rocky grounds. It's your best friend's boyfriend, and you've got to remember that. He's not yours. But... The more and more you're saying you fancy him, whether you like it or not, it's going to start showing because you'll be looking at him interested in his conversation or this and that, and your friend might pick up on it. Mm. She might even say something. Has he give? I'd love to know if he's given you any inkling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's interested. Do you think he knows? Or maybe you tell him how you feel, but be warned... He could go back and tell your friend and your friendship might be over. It's such a hard situation that must be in. But what you've got to remember, he isn't yours. He's your best friend's. Maybe you tell him or you just have to put up with it. Uh, But don't think if they ever split, then you'll go for him because you'll lose your friend again. You've got to work out how important is your friendship. If your friendship's not that important, then what have you got to lose? But your friends are for life. Boyfriends and girlfriends come and go. Yeah. As they say. So that's a hard one. What would you say, Soph? I remember, right, no, I just thought of something years ago. I don't know why it's made me, that story's just made me think of it, but I remember my reaction at the time. So I remember I went out with a friend and someone I was with at the time and they're all sort of mates and whatever and I remember so we, they, we all went out and then I I think I went and stayed at home at back at mum and dad's after this night out and in the morning I said to dad oh can you drive me to so-and-so's house because I need to go and pick something up I remember it so clearly now actually now that's oh no don't out. tell me the girl and all that stayed there well so the girl stayed there with this guy I was seeing and his mate. And when she opened the door, she was wearing a little short T-shirt. <gasps> and I remember snapping. looking at the time thinking, that's a bit odd. But obviously I was younger then, so I didn't really say anything. Yeah. I was only about 19. No, I was younger than that. I was probably about 18 at the time. So yeah. I didn't say anything. But you know when you're like that reaction where you're like, oh, not sure if I like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was warned with it. Yeah. Did she ever end up fancying him? 
Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Because it also but, happened with another but, friend But I of found mine. out they did stay in the same bed with someone else. That's wrong. With her in this that doesn't t-shirt. matter. And you know when you're like flirting, of course it is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that's just came from. That story has just made me remember that. Anyway, yeah. Um, do you remember yeah. also another one? When I was doing the Pete and Kate show, there was another girl on it who was my friend. Yeah. And everyone kept saying to me, oh, I'd watch that. They who seem was a this? bit close. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we ended up going to America. Yeah. And my friend would spend more time with Pete than me. Mm. And then when me and Pete did split up, Christmas Day, when I picked the kids up from his house, she was there. Yeah, I remember this. Do you remember? I do remember so this. So it's yeah. happened to me many times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a shit situation on both sides. Mm. I feel for her because you can't help who you fancy and yeah. who you fall for. But at the same time, she has got to remember it is her best friend's boyfriend. Yeah. I, I, personally, I wouldn't go there. I would just... Well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't would do it to a friend. No. And I wouldn't even... Even if... A best friend or something come in with a good-looking man or something like that. I'll, and I'd say in front of him, God, yeah, you look, yeah, he's good-looking in. You've got personality. I love it. But I would not say to myself, oh, my God, I fancy him. I want no, to get in there. What do I do? I, I just wouldn't even let myself. I wouldn't even blink. I'd be happy for my friend. I just wouldn't cross that line. I've never have and I never will. No, same. Ah, oh, right. So. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Keep me anonymous, please. I love... Oh, fuck. Is it? Oh, God, I feel nervous. I love my boyfriend and have been with him just over two years. But Oh, God. But recently found out he likes experimenting with men. We've been really... I've been really supportive. And when we briefly broke, broke up, he acted on his feelings. And one time when we were actually together... He's lied to me on numerous occasions about meeting people and messages have been deleted, exec, which kills the trust and also pushes me away. I've told him I'm open to trying new things with him and someone else. Oh, God. But I don't know if it's a good idea. Do I let him go so he can explore fully or do I try and get on board? Love the podcast. Have been a fan of Katie since I was a teenager and I've read all her books. Oh, what do you think? So I have 100% been in a situation like yours, if not worse. I've had that situation and worse with the things they wanted to experiment with. I went along with it. And by going along with it, it opened a can of worms. A can of worms I wish I never opened. Because once you open the can of worms, they then want more and more and more. So it gets... To me, mentally disturbing, mentally a rain check, what is going on? Mm. And I got out that relationship before it could go anywhere else. The things I witnessed, saw, put up with, like, crazy. And once, because I'm quite open... And like you see, you want, because you want to be with him and you're like, do I let him experiment? It will, trust me, you're doing it for him, not yourself, because you've made it clear you yeah. don't like it. Yeah. And yeah. if you only know what you know now, there'd be a lot more that you don't know. Yeah. I, so yeah. it's up to you. If you want to open that can of worms more, be expected to be shocked more 
and find out more because that's exactly what happened to me and I got out of there as quick as I got in. I think personally I would say you crack on. So so says crack on and I say close that lid on that can and move on. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because you're As only in, oh she cracks on. You're only gonna and moves hurt on. yourself. Yeah. You're gonna hurt yourself, torture yourself, and you'll never be able to be the male. You're always the female, and if he's got that in him, he'll want to explore it like he already has. So it's up to you what you want to put up with. But I tried to open the can of worms, and I did, and it didn't end up pleasant it just got worse and darker and darker mm. and something I was like nah rain check here this isn't for me nah I just no no I couldn't do that so, so. that's my advice you'll end up getting hurt mm. and uh that's it for life advice this week I love it I quite <laughs> enjoyed that podcast tonight good excellent bit of gossip bit of gossip a bit of Bit of like violins in there, me and my Harvey <laughs> Pricicles. Oh. And the life advice, I love it. If you want to listen to more life advice, make sure you come and see us at the live show. <laughs> yes. Or even more, don't forget to tell everyone about the Katie Price show, the podcast show she does with her little sister, Sophia Hannah Price. <laughs> Oh, you are funny. I was waiting for you to say, I was waiting for you Go to on. say, my sister, Katrina, Amy, Alexandra, Katrina, Infield. My sister, Katrina, Amy, Alexandra, Alexis, Infield, Price. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Mum, what was you on, mother? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Lucky I changed it, though, when I was 17 to just Katie Price. Uh, what, is mum, what is mum's middle name? Do you know? Is it Valerie? Isn't it Esther? Is it Valerie? Valerie. Valerie. Amy Valerie. Valerie. Amy Valerie. Is it Katrina? Or is it just something Amy? Like that, that. We'll have like to that. ask her. Yeah. At least yours is simple. Sophie Hannah. Sophie Hannah. Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. I Sophia. am. Sophia. Sophia. <laughs> right. I love that. I've got to get on. Right. Through the kids. TikTok. Yeah. But don't forget, you can still get tickets to our live show. All the info's in the episode description. And don't forget, you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Hello, I'm La La La, Let Me Explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.